You are now listening to the Dynasty Rewind. Welcome back to the Dynasty Rewind, everybody. I'm your host, Michael Bauer, the best in the business. Once again, back in business. Joined, as always, by my faithful co-host, we got Nate, the Professor Christian. Nate, what's up, man? Hey, Mike. I am excited to be here because we've been talking all week about football being back. I'm excited. College football, NFL football. Keep saying the same thing because that's just how excited I am. I'm hype, as they say, much like Chevin Nooney always is. Chev, what's up, man? Oh, uh, he's muted, so he's, he can't be that excited. Did you know that Nooney is Latin for muted? But you didn't oh, know that. Son one. of a gun, he does it again. You know, my computer's been messing up. We've been having some glitches, and I think StreamYard got me on that one once again. Uh, but yeah, we're, we're excited. Not too excited because we're on mute, but we're getting there. We're getting there. Yeah, all right, it's okay. We're gonna get through it. And you know what? Look, we had a mistake early in the show. And you could also have mistakes early in the season. Mm, Segway master back at it again. So today we're going to be talking about, you know, some mistakes that are made early in the seasons, what we have to avoid, how we can fix it. Okay. So Nate, we're going to lead off with you. And what is a mistake that you want to avoid at all costs? Yeah. Something I see people do way too early in the season is trade away your first round pick. And I mean, like, so this year, within the first four weeks of the season, trading away your 2024 first, uh, it, it's almost always a bad idea unless within the first couple of weeks, you know, God forbid, your RB1 goes out there who you're relying on to really carry your team and goes out there and tears his ACL first couple of weeks. And then you really have to pivot and you're just kind of screwed anyway. So you, you got to pay up. But otherwise, I like to hold on to my upcoming first round pick. Um, you know, if it's a, if it's a future first round pick, like a 2025, 2026, I don't mind that. I don't love the idea that you always have more time to go back and get your picks because they're just harder to acquire the more time it it passes, Mm -hmm. but it's true. You do have time to go back and acquire those picks. If this trade doesn't work out for you with the first round pick, you're not going in the 2024 draft, the next one with nothing. So I want a first round pick in this, this upcoming draft. I don't want to trade it away too quickly. You know, draft picks become more valuable later. So when teams are already rebuilding, um, you know, you've already kind of had the split after like week seven, week eight, where you have some of the league looking towards next year already. You have the other part of the league. You know, they know their contenders. They're making that playoff push. That's when you want to trade your first round pick. If you're going to trade your first round pick, because it's going to have more value at that point, because players are already looking towards next season. They're valuing that first round pick because that's how their timeline is. While they don't care about the current production, it's actually in some leagues, if you go by potential points, it's negatively affecting them. So yeah, of course I'll move off of, you know, Derek Henry for your late 2024 first, and you would get to pick up a stud uh, running back to add to your competitive team. That's where you want to make that deal a little bit later in the year when you have more value and you can kind of use as your, you know, as an advantage. It's also better to have it as your wild card up your sleeve. You don't want to give it away too early and then something happened and you, and you're just stuck at that point. You don't have anything else to give. Um, you know, you are hopefully going into the season with depth on your team. You need that depth. You should go through that depth before trading away your first round pick. Hopefully, if you have strong depth, that way, that first round pick is your last asset. You don't want to just be throwing them around, getting rid of them, unless you are really one of the top, top teams. And this is the pick 
that is going to get you to the top. So I like to hold on to those guys. If you need to trade away draft capital early in the season, like I said, a future first isn't the worst thing. I would prefer to trade like a second round pick, a third round pick. Those are a little bit easier to get back than first round picks. Not unless you're trying to trade with you, buddy. <laughs> no, no, nothing's easy with me. Yeah, we know. <laughs> All right. So, yes, I agree with that. Some people, they go for win now mode way too early and mm-hmm. they just, you know, it's like, okay, you can, you can suffer a couple sets setbacks early in the season. That's why you have to build a strong roster. Chev, what is a mistake that you like to avoid and you want to tell people to avoid early in the dynasty season? Yeah. And I would even say with Nate's, like if you trade a first early for like a Derrick Henry, that's a lot of time left for him to play out the whole season. I'm rather keep it and hold on and then get somebody a little bit later. That way I can maybe avoid injury at that point. I mean, I understand you got to score points, but I still think you got to kind of play the long game as well, especially if you're a competing team and you know you're going to make the playoffs. My mistake is just giving up too early on your team. So I've seen a lot of times where maybe my team starts off 0-2 or 0-3. Sometimes it's just bad luck. Sometimes you just go up against the gauntlet and you play the three best teams or the three highest scoring teams of the week, and you just really get screwed. I think you just have to be patient. You just cannot panic early on. There's so many other games throughout the season. I see it too many times where a team starts off 0-3 and 0-4, and it's actually a good team, and then they just try to start selling players away when they actually have a chance to compete once the season keeps going. So sometimes you just face the gauntlet. You face off against teams that just score more points. I just think you have to be patient. You cannot panic. You have to continue to fight the fight. We didn't wait 15 weeks for the NFL season to start just to give up three weeks into the season. Mm -hmm. Don't give up. You have a chance still. You know, one thing I like to do, too, I ask advice to people around me. I mean, yes, I talk on a podcast. I mean, let's be honest. A lot of people can talk on a podcast. We've seen so many people that know what they're talking about. But reach out to somebody. Ask them some opinions. Do you think this team is good enough to continue going on or should I try to maybe think about moving some pieces, get an outside perspective? Obviously, don't be asking somebody in your league what you should be doing. If it's a competitive team, they're going to tell you to sell away if they think you're an asset or if you think you're a competitor against them. That's why we got the Patreon. Exactly. You have that outside source to get their opinions and we have 150 people to help you out and do that. You know, I think you just got to start thinking clearly too. get it out of your brain that you're losing and you're in big trouble now. Think clearly. And then also just don't trade away players that produced early. I mean, I'm sorry. Hold on. Don't just trade for players that produced early. Don't trade for those guys that have produced early. We've seen players that show off the first three weeks of the season, like a Will Fuller, and then they end up Mm -hmm. getting hurt or busting out really quickly. You want to find those guys that have already put that on paper and that have shown, you know, maybe DJ Moore didn't have the best start maybe a few seasons ago, but we've known he's a thousand yard receiver, somebody that finds a way to get the job done. Mike Evans has started slow in a few seasons and he always ends up producing later on at the end of the season. So watch out for training for players that just produce super early. It could be Paris Campbell this year. He could be a guy that starts off hot. That is not a guy I'm really looking to trade for. I'm looking to trade him away to somebody like that. So that's what I would say are some of the mistakes that I see and ones that I'm hopefully trying to avoid. Another thing to add, too, is, you know, sometimes people ask me, oh, I'm like, oh, and two, whatever. What should I do? And I'm like, set your lineup. And they don't like that advice. (laughs) 
It's true. People <laughs> panic way too early. And it's, it's the instant gratification society that we have as a whole right now. Mm-hmm. It, you know, it's just it's insanity to me to just either give up or go all in way too early. Um, sometimes the best thing to do is just do what you have to do. And don't they always say, Chev, like early in the season, don't defenses typically have a leg up on the offenses? Like you've sure. heard that every year from commentators. Yeah. But what did you would you want to say, Chef? Yeah, I would just say, um, God, what was I gonna say, Mike? I lost my train of thought after you just said that last part, but it'll come back to me. You keep go up, Mike. What about what about your mistake? What is something you are trying to avoid or help somebody this upcoming year? Well, I can tell you one thing I'm not gonna avoid, and that's hearing from our new sponsor, <laughs> Mock Draft Database. We will be back shortly. Thinking about which rookies to target in your fantasy football draft? Look no further than the NFL Mock Draft Database. We are your home for all things NFL Mock Drafts by sourcing experts and analysts from all over the internet. NFL Mock Draft Database also offers users an ever-changing consensus player rankings to keep you informed on the incoming draft class as you build your dynasty team. Think you have what it takes to be a GM in the NFL? Give our free NFL Mock Draft Simulator a spin, which offers many features such as pick trading, historical draft years, and more. Join us at www.nflmockdraftdatabase.com or follow us on X at underscore mock drafts. All right, another enthralling ad read by me, and now we are back. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you to not ignore waiver wire opportunities. But Mike, it's Dynasty. Everyone's roster is loaded. Nah, nah, not necessarily true. I could show you some of my rosters that are still an ongoing work in progress, but nobody wants to trade with me. It's terrible. I have two examples, okay? And this was me saying... I don't need that guy. I'm set. One is Robert Tunyon. The other is James Robinson. Now, these guys didn't turn out to be viable long-term fantasy assets, but they could have helped me win games. They could have been trade pieces for other players. I should have taken a shot, and I didn't. And I kicked myself in the rear end for not doing it. Another guy who was a really good waiver wire opportunity, Porkman laughed at me when I picked him up, J.D. McKissick. J.D. McKissick was a really good PPR receiving back for a while, and I paid fab dollars for him. I was able to start him in a flex spot. And again, not saying that these guys that you get off the waiver wire are going to necessarily be studs, but there are times where you could find some good value on there. You have to be active, okay? So when you're the type of person saying, type of person saying the waiver wire doesn't matter, I don't also want to hear you say, my league is dead. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? A waiver wire addition, a trade, yeah. matter. it's activity. It is what it is. Just like how I tell people, hey, they're not worth anything. Zero is a value in math, too. So, you know, I could have potentially, this could have propelled me to a championship. It could have given me good trade pieces, or just anything. So these are just two examples that I regret. I'm sure there's many more that I've forgotten about since then. Um, you know how to avoid this? Keep your eyes and ears open. Follow 32 beat writers on Twitter or whatever it is. Those guys are really up to date with what's going on. There's going to be trusted sources. And you know what? Talk to fans of that team because they have the inside pulse. Like I'll tell you straight up. I know a lot of Steelers fans and they're like, Jalen Warren is not taking Najee Harris's job. Like, by the way, where did that come from? That Jalen Warren is going to take Najee Harris's job by season. And did you guys hear that? Yeah, it's ridiculous. Like, come it's stop. Stop the insanity. Look, I think we all like Jalen Warren here. I think he's a fine player. And the reality is, if he was a starter, he would just be the next Alexander Madison. There'd be a lot of hype, 
and not a lot of delivery. It's like trying to get someone you're married. So it's just, you know, make sure that you don't ignore the waiver wire. <laughs> you guys know you're all married. Eh? It's true. It's true. <laughs> don't ignore the waiver wire. There could be something out there that could help you win or win a trade. So does anyone have anything to add to that? Or should we move on to our discussion topic of the day? I did, remember, I did remember what I was going to say. Here we go. I have finally oh, remembered. Let's go, Chef. You know, fantasy football, yes, you can do as much research as you want. But at the end of the day, it just comes down to luck 100% of the time. I don't care who, who says it's not. It is 100% a lucky thing to win in fantasy football. I, w- I would take that to my grave. I will say this. I had a matchup a couple years ago. This guy crap talked to me all week. I woke up Tuesday morning and I beat him by 0. 0.4. <laughs> That's the best. That's how it goes sometimes. Hey, man, I'm going to take it. A win is a win. So, you know, just looking at what we have on the sheet, there's some other options here. What are some other common mistakes that dynasty players make? You know, like I think what we had, don't ignore the waiver wire. Don't give up too early is really important. Mm-hmm. And of course, don't trade away your first round pick. And I think the example that Chev gave was good for a guy like Derrick Henry, who's going to be on the, the later part of his career. We don't know what's going to happen. He's been banged up here and there too. Nate, let's start with you. What's another mistake that you want to make sure that you don't make? Yeah, I you know, we talk about neglecting death sometimes because everyone's so excited to set that lineup. Everyone wants to have the top lineup. But there's bye weeks, there's injuries, there's just weird things happen. Like all of a sudden your wide receiver, who you're really excited about in the offseason, gets into the season and all of a sudden is sitting on the bench or he's only playing in certain formations or something like that. And and you got to pivot. And if you don't have depth in your wide receiver room, in your running back room, across the board, you're going to struggle right away. And then you're going to have to make moves in the season when you're pressured, when you have to, you can't think about them as long. You can't, you know, sit on them, really think about it. You got to make quicker moves, which leads to more mistakes. So, you know, if you don't have depth going into the season, you're already setting yourself up for failure. So if you don't have depth going into the season, you need to address that right away. And that's, you can address that with lower draft capital and things like that. Um, But you got to make sure that if you're going to be a competitive team, that you have depth going into the season. You need to have six wide receivers you feel comfortable starting, seven wide receivers, depending on how many you set in your lineup. You need to have three or four running backs, you know, two quarterbacks if you're in one quarterback, three hopefully if you're in super flex, and, and two or th- three tight ends, depending on who your top tight end is. You know, that's a lot of players. It's hard to be a you know the, one of the top teams in the league. So if you're not one of the top teams in the league, uh, you need to have as much depth as possible. Chev, what about you? I honestly think if you're starting a dynasty, you have to realize what the value of these picks are. I think so many times I see people just trading picks away. Like they, they just don't understand what those picks could turn out to be or what their teams are because they played redraft and they just have not realized it. I think asking around, asking people kind of what the value of picks are, asking people about trades. I think you have to do that once you're starting off in dynasty and I think also just not trading all your main or trading for a one massive player and getting rid of so many assets. I, I've made that mistake before. I've done it plenty of times. Hopefully I can learn this upcoming year not to do that because the player is popping off. Like I told, like I told you guys earlier, don't trade for those guys right away. 
save some of your assets, save some of your up and coming guys that you know have a chance to become maybe the same player as the player you're trading for right then. So that's the that's the things that I have learned myself and just learning strategies, you know, pay attention to what people do in your other leagues. Use that against some of your other league mates. I think just learning from your mistakes and learning from other people's mistakes in your leagues is a big key to becoming a better dynasty fantasy football player, even fantasy football player, in my opinion. Yeah. And for me, I'm going to close it out. Don't, don't ignore your roster and lineup flexibility either. Yeah, it's, it's really important. Like you've all been in a startup draft and there's some dude like, why is everybody taking tight ends? It was tight end premium. Like, dude, do you not like if I get invited to a league, I either ask the person, you know, what's the scoring setup or if I just yeah. like that person and I agree, I'll go in and I'll check everything out myself. So it's really important because that obviously helps you build your roster correctly, helps you draft correctly, and helps you trade correctly too. Like in one format, we'll use Derrick Henry as an example. He might be more valuable than another. He might be more valuable in standard scoring than he is in yep. PPR formats. You might prefer to have a guy like J.K. Dobbins over Derrick Henry. I think he's going to catch more passes. Yep. New offensive coordinator, Todd Munkin. There you go. <laughs> Which, by the way, it's funny if you people were sleeping on George's offense, they scored like 40 some points a game last year. They just throttled people. But when their defense is so good, just gets their offense back on the field. So, yeah, make sure. And, you know, what I like to do too is, you know, I like to set my lineup and then look like, all right, where's my holes on my bench? Where can I do better? Try to get some nice value trades going on there, um, you know, because everyone loves value, especially me. Mm-hmm. Of course, yes, we love value around here. We don't hate players. We hate values. Big value. Guys. Every single inch of it. You should, you should. We need a new sound drop that says, "You don't. We don't hate players. We hate values." Bang. We'll have one next week. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> All right, that's gonna wrap it up for up. Wrap. Cool. Bye, everybody. All right, everyone, that is going to do it for us this week. But if you're headed to a game, make sure you check out SeatGeek.com. It's your one-stop shop for all things live events. It offers the best price available. Use the promo code DYNASTYREWIND. You'll get $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. Don't forget, if you want to play some best ball, head on over to Underdog. It's the easiest buy-in in fantasy football. And it's not having to worry about setting your lineups, man. That's what it's all about. So, again, underdog.com. Use the promo code Rewind, a 100% match on your first deposit up to $100. Visit our store over at payhip.com forward slash dynasty rewind. That's where you find our roster reviews. That's where you find all of our manuals and everything like that. Head on over there now. Grab some merch at spreadshop.com. Link is down below. And we want to see you in our community. And that is patreon.com forward slash dynasty rewind. But Until next time, everybody, for my faithful co-hosts, Chev Nooney and Nate Christian, I'm your host, Michael Bauer. Be kind, please rewind. Thank you for listening.